Hello. 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 Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Welcome, welcome to Focus for Fuck's Sake. My name is Cherish. My name is Molly. And um, here we are. We back. How have your last few days been with... How has ADHD been affecting you lately? I... I don't have to spring that on you. You can okay. make me answer it first. You're good. Um... How's your ADHD week been? How's your goblin doing? My goblin's uh, actually struggling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of house projects and renovation and struggling with a job that I don't like. Yeah, that's tough. And having so many different ideas of what I want my new future job to be. Yeah. And it's like super exciting and uh crippling at the same time yeah because i want to be amazing at it right now yeah and i know that especially in the creative world it's a constant learning process there is no i made it i reached it i'm done i checked all the boxes and here i am like it's a constant learning process right that's why it's so much fun yeah it's amazing and it is like there's like duality to it of like it's a really fun ride because it's always something new and you're always there's always something new to learn um, but then it's also slightly overwhelming at the beginning, especially where, yeah, like I don't know anything really. Yeah. So tell us what your, what are you thinking? What's your dream job? My dream job is to do. I want to be the Swiss Army knife of videography. Oh. So I want to take the footage. I want to work with clients and bring their visions to life. And like, so actually being behind the camera, taking the footage, working with them on the storyboard prior to that. Um, What kind of clients? Oh, super creative ones. I want the weirdos of the world that have, that are artists and creatives, whether that be visual artists or costume designers. People that want to make something, somebody that wants to make something uh, and I have a flair and a passion for like the avant-garde, the weird, the twisted, the the, the darkness. Um, I want to go as weird as you want to go. Beautiful. We already know plenty of like <laughs> incredible weird business owners mm-hmm. that I'm sure all want some sort of video done. Yeah. And then I want to, you know, so I said this was Army Knife, right? So I want to be the one that's behind the camera, right there with them, along them, helping with the creative direction and, you know, helping them get what exactly what they want. I want to master editing and color and blending yeah. and all of those things. I want to eventually do motion graphics and get into the weird experimental uh, like animation side of video, Ooh. like all the things I want. I want it all. Uh, I want to be able to do it all. Yeah. So it's you will be. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting when I look at the you know the long term plan for it. Yeah. Um, it's humbling knowing that it's going to be a journey. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming knowing how much goes into all every single one of those things. Yeah. Because <laughs> normally, like, you have somebody that just goes for one. And, you know, maybe I'll figure out what I do and don't like along the way and what I'm good at and what I'm not good at and where to ask for help. And Totally. Um, 
But as for right now, all of those things make me really excited. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to learn all of them. <laughs> and then you got to expect this whole other level of business ownership of bullshit that you have to learn that you don't want to learn and you don't want to deal with. Yeah. Like, you know, licenses, taxes, insurance. I mean, tracking all of your expenses, bleh, tracking your mileage. Like, it's all really hard for my brain. And I know we have similar, <laughs> very similar brains. brains. <laughs> um, but it's worth it. And like, you just have to choose how you want, how you want your business to go. And you have the power to do that. So you can charge a little bit more for something that you're going to pay someone else to help you with. Right, right, to right. To make it up so that you get that help. But, and it's worth it to your client too, to have two people doing something for you where the other person could get, you know, something done quicker than you'd be able to do by yourself. Like it all comes in, in time, but in the beginning you are jack of all trades, wearing all the hats, doing all of the things all alone. And it's hard, but I also think that our ADHD brains kind of thrive being creative business owners because we're fine learning something new every once in a while, you know? Right. So like every once in a while, I'll get really stoked about learning about, you know, one aspect of marketing that like, <laughs> you know, normally I'm like, fuck, ugh, I don't want to, I just want to take pictures. <laughs> I just want to take pictures. I don't want to market. But then one day I'll just go down like a Pinterest rabbit hole and be like, I just want to learn about it. I just want to learn. I just want to learn. But look, it's, that's what's cool about our brains too, is that we have that. What's not cool is that, you know, you still have to keep doing those things constantly, even mm -hmm. when you don't feel like it. Um, I think that's what gets me so at this point right now, jazzed about videography mm -hmm. because I will be out there behind the camera, you know, watching things play out. And so right now, a lot of it's behind the scenes stuff that I'm doing or nature videos. So very like low key, low stake, very observational perspective that I'm filming right now. So it's fun because I'm, you know, watching the world buzz around me and I'm mm -hmm. just there like capturing it from different angles, from different perspectives. And so right now, my most exciting part is like, I just want to get home and I want to see all the bits that I have. Right. And I'll put on, you know, classical music or ambient music. So it just gets in my my brain in that like space where it's just like I start, you know, I'll watch a clip and then see another one. It's like, oh, how can I? Oh, and then I, I thread this and then that transition flows into this. And then if I get a fade or if I get a pan or if I get a, a reset, you know, if I get it to go that, and that's where like Mike's where you are behind the camera, like taking your shots and you're yeah. seeing those moments is when I'm in the editing room being like, Oh, oh, oh all the stitches together. Yeah. And then I get to, oh! and that's why we need to work together. Because yeah. try, even trying to edit a video on my phone makes me want to cry. I fucking hate it i hate it i hate it oh, i love it i hate editing video see this is why I i'll take it all day i'll take it all day that's fine I'll take it. 
shaky shitty video all day <laughs> but no i'll get better you don't need to get better i'll be here and i'll get better perfect yes yeah. please yeah that would be great yeah um that's awesome though i think that uh you are on your way you just need to probably stop going to school. Don't worry. I've been thinking about Ugh. things like this. Well, I don't know. That's why I want to see how – so, like, I'm in a drone class right now because that's one aspect of videography that I want to just crush. I want to be so good at it. Oh, I want you to be so good at it. Ugh. Yes, girl. I just put a bid in on – a practice drum um it is so much fun it was also really encouraging like day one when they put the controller in my hand none of us had our own they were just using the instructors and they were like telling us you know throttle yaw rotate accelerate all the different things and i had the smoothest takeoff yeah you did and i i had my professor was standing behind me like before i you know hit up on the joystick to throttle it he was like starting to explain it. And in my mind, I was like, I know you're teaching me and I'm like paying to take this class, but it feels I, like I know. So I just like kind of turn. <laughs> like, kind of turn. I feel like you're mansplaining <laughs> to me right now. And I feel like I can just do it. So why don't you just shut the fuck up? I know. I had that moment because there's just so many times in my life where I'm just like, don't fucking tell me what to do, man, <clears throat> sir. But I understand he's an instructor. <laughs> That's his job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're paying for a class. But I'm also a very visual learner. So I had right. been sitting there, like, watching, you know, the five other people before me go. And so I was watching their hands. I was watching the movement of the drones. I was watching how it got. So anyway, so, yeah, he starts to, like, lean over my shoulder to tell me how to do it. And I, like, looked at him. I was like, can I just try? And then mm -hmm. if I, like, mess up, you, like, step in before I, I crash your drone. But can I just try? And he's like, yeah, no, hands off. I got you. Yeah. Like, I'll be back here if you need me. I was like, cool. Thanks. <laughs> See, he just has to learn your learning style. Yeah. And usually people with brains like ours, our learning style is fuck around and figure it out. <laughs> That's exactly it. Let me watch somebody do it a couple times and then like, I got Just that. like once. And then I'm just going to do it and I'm do, it do it over it. and over and over and over again. But I, I took off. He, you know, played around with the controls a little bit and it, it's hard. Like it's herky jerky yeah. and like the movements are super touchy. Did a couple like practice loops around and then came in for landing and he didn't say a word the entire time, which I yeah. really respected. I was like, thanks. That's what I, that's what I did. Yeah. And, uh, did you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> Please don't tell me what the fuck to do. And, but it was the coolest moment that gave me goosebumps and, made me just like light up was not only just flying it because that was your it's like dirt biking motorcycling it's snowboarding it's like you can't you can't not be present with it and i right. love things like that because of adhd yeah. that's we're thrill seekers because yeah because we don't have dopamine yeah so we gotta go, go if i don't pay attention to it it's gonna crash it's a lot of money and i gotta take care of it here it goes uh yeah. yeah so i turned around to hand him the controller and he's like you're an asshole with this like you have a lot of work to do but that was the smoothest takeoff i've seen all day Fuck yeah! that was the smoothest landing i've seen all day hell yeah and for your first time ever touching a drone 
Yeah. Yeah. And like for the rest of the day, he was just like throwing me like practice this, get this kind of drone, get the little shitty ones that, you know, are $40 and like you can't control them because you can learn to like, it's like harnessing a wild stallion. Right. Like if you can do the little shitty ones, like yeah. once you get one that has all the sensors and everything else, like you'll be golden. So it was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's one aspect that I want to master. So take that class. Boom. Get FAA certified, which will be in September. Boom. Yeah. Then I'm taking a video, promotional video certification course. It's a two-quarter class. Boom. And ADHD, I can't really see past that with time. Yep. That's that's as far as you can go. And that's as far as I feel like, I feel like at the end of that, I'll know. Yeah, totally. And you'll know a lot. Yeah. You'll learn a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So... You just follow your sweet little heart. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, but that's just what that's just what I want for everyone is to just like find the thing that they're so fucking excited to learn about that they're just like, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And like do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Keep learning about it. Always. And if it changes, change it. That's fine. But just don't do shit that you hate every single day of your life. Yeah, I also think, too, what stopped... Because I've been in film for years and then got out of it for a few years. And then now it's like the goblin in the back of my brain is like, you've been doing what you hate (laughs) for so long. What are you doing? And I realized the reason that I got out of film was insecurity. Lack of confidence and insecurity. I felt like I couldn't do it. The voices in my head were really overwhelming. Um, Which is wild because like the last film set that I worked on was the movie Paper Tigers. It was an LA Hollywood film. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's great. (laughs) And I'm in the credits, which is really cool. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was my first first big credit film. It's awesome. And it's the... So that's that, like, COVID happened, and I was like, oh, it must be a sign that, like, this is it. You know, that was my one shot, and now I need to go do something else, which Mm. that was insecurities talking of, like, you know, I've struggled up into this point so hard. I got my first major film, and I just, like, crawled back into my hole with, like, Self-sabotage. Yeah, I self-sabotaged it, 100%. Yeah. But it was wild, because... Uh, most of the crew was flown up from LA for it. We filmed it in Seattle and the international district and a lot of downtown Seattle. And, um, they all thought I was one of the ones flown up from LA, Mm -hmm. like thought I'd been in the biz for 10 years. Like, so yeah, looking back on him, like you silly goose. Well, it wasn't just that there was also like, weren't you getting shit from your partner? Yep. Oh yeah. My partner was. Because uh, I was also working a full-time job. And so I was, uh, for that set, I worked 37 days straight, mm-hmm. commuting between Olympia and Seattle, which is two hours. Um, and so I would do three days in Olympia, working my job eight hours a day. And then I would turn around and drive to the film set and work no less than 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. It ranged from like 12 to 16-hour days. I was sleeping in my truck. Uh, while I was in Seattle and then I would drive back to Olympia and then come home to a partner that was like why are you gone all the time babe <laughs> like you're wrecking yourself it is even fucking worth it and I'm like you know when you push back against a partner 
like, there is a part of you that's like, aren't you supposed to support me? So maybe what you're saying is in support, you know? So it kind of like warps your perspective of like, this is what I want to do. And I love this, but maybe they're seeing that it's they, not. Yeah. Maybe you know, they're seeing that it's taking something out of you more than. Yeah. Like maybe I'm breaking I'm, myself. What am I, you know? So it just like yeah. reinforced the insecurities that I already had mm -hmm. rather than be like fighting them and helping me be like, no, you've got this. You're going to crush it. It's only 37 days or 35, whatever it was. Yeah. Days. Like you can get through it. I know it's hard, but like you can push through and you, you're really good at this. Just like, I know this is your heart. It was, it was always negative. It's always, why are you doing this? This is pointless. You're never going to get anywhere with it. You're burning yourself out. Like mm -hmm. we would just fight the three days that I was home. We lived in a tiny trailer. Right. <laughs> you know, so was, have a partner that supports you. <laughs> yeah. Like I think since uh, looking at my podcast stats and seeing that uh, most of our listeners are in their 20s, females in their 20s. <sighs> Like that's where I was. That's who I'm talking to. Now, yeah, that's is like those girls. Like, there's so much that we went through in that time that, like, I just don't want other people to go through. And I mean, they might go through things in their in their own time. Maybe you have to learn those lessons on your own. But like. But that's an important one. Yeah. Having a partner that supports the things that you are just fervently passionate about is non-negotiable. Like if, if you love, love, love something and it makes you so happy and you feel totally drawn to it and your partner is like, why are you doing this? This is stupid. This is pointless. Like, no. No. It's not eh. right. It's not right. Red flag. Go find the right one. Yeah. That's not okay. It, uh, it, how can, yeah. How can someone say that they love you, but like, they're not going to support you? They like hate things about, like, you're the they're thing that like, makes, that you're the most passionate about. Yeah. Like, I, I love you, but don't chase your passions. Right. I love you, but don't be excited about that. I love you, but can you just sit next to me at home and do fucking nothing, please? No. Oh. You don't have to do that, you guys. No. One thing that I said to Molly the other day that I think was just genius and profound. <laughs> She's and so brilliant. Sh should just be on all of your sticky notes on your mirrors. Like red flags that you ignore become trauma that you have to recover from. Fact. Say it again. Red flags that you ignore become trauma that you have to recover from. It still makes me want to cry hearing it because it's so true. Yeah. Don't ignore those or you're going to be fighting those fucking demons longer than you can even imagine. I've yet to really like dive into my CPTSD. What's so many letters? What's the C complex? The C is complex. So okay. PTSD is like there's one big traumatic event, a school shooting, a bad car accident, a 
mm-hmm. uh, some big scary thing that now you're scared of car you know you have you have uh the traumatic stress reaction from that one event cptsd is you were continually like repeatedly exposed to a certain trauma over and over again and it fucked your brain up real hard interesting because yeah i got diagnosed with ptsd but we didn't go into the details of it yeah that's just it that's the only real that's the only distinction Distinction. that i feel like if i dug into aware of deeper it would probably be cp you probably got the c in there yeah most high five (laughs) trauma i found most uh 30 something adults 20 something adults i don't know yeah. Most people they got the they got the C in there too. And it sucks. We all um I was I think I was talking to Shania about it, but like, you know, most just from my group of friends, it's most of it is from childhood. A lot of it is from childhood. Yeah. Um mine's not. Like it childhood was great. I was one of those lucky people. I mean, there were little things, but nothing nothing terrible but that one it was one dude mm-hmm. one relationship that one that i saw red flag after red flag after red flag and i ignored them because we're people pleasers because we don't want to upset anybody we don't want to be rejected we don't want to reject anybody we don't want anybody to feel hurt mm-hmm. is that just me nope <laughs> nope Nope. I mean, that's what gets me about mine. I haven't been to therapy, but I've connected many dots in my pattern seeking. Mm-hmm. And it's like I see the early childhood. Yeah. And I see that not unpacking, not understanding, not learning from, not deconditioning. Like I can, I can see the train that left the childhood station yeah that ended up in each of those relationships because the track went straight and i never changed the track direction and so it was just rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat so every relationship that i found just mirrored the abuse that i experienced in childhood yeah because that's what you think is normal that's what you think you deserve oh it was super normal i mean all those relationships i never realized that they were traumatizing or terrible until like you start reflecting or someone like gives it a label and is like no this is what that is and it's like oh let me tell you something if you keep things from your friends and family things that your partner did or said because it's embarrassing and they weren't nice to you red flag or if you i don't know if there's like things where you it happened and you were afraid if you vent about it or complain about it or bring it to somebody outside of that relationship's attention, that it might change their perspective of that person. Mm-hmm. And it's also a red flag. Like it might, you know, it and maybe it should. Exactly. I don't know. My biggest mistake, my biggest mistake, my biggest regret in my abusive relationship was that I did not tell anybody. I don't tell anybody either. It was a lot it of was it was shame. Embarrassing. Yeah. I was embarrassed that I had gotten married to him. I was embarrassed that 
he treated me like that. I was embarrassed that I had to do the things that I had to do. And I didn't want anybody to know. And that's a huge sign that you're in a bad relationship. Yeah. Yep. If you yep. hear yourself saying, well, when it's bad, it's bad. But when it's good, it's really good. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you know how many years I said that? Girl. Oh, no. No. When it's I, bad, it's bad. And the good does not make up for it. It doesn't. If it's bad and it's bad, go. Just go. That's it. It's okay to not be compatible. It's okay to not be the right person for someone. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be alone. 100%. Your little ADHD brain does not want to be. But, oh man, once you start giving your face a break from all the masks. Dude. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, yeah, it's... Um, Waiting for the right person is so much better than wasting your time with the wrong one. Yeah, and I think it's interesting too because, like, I don't know, growing in the up in the um, bubble of Western Christianity, you know, hearing like waiting for the right one is like, fuck no. <laughs> I'm not saying safe. I'm not saying yeah. be virgin. No, I know, I know, I know. That's just like immediately where my brain goes is like just fuck no. Religious but, religious trauma is a whole other, a whole other thing. That's a whole other episode. That goes deep. Yeah. But I will say, like, fuck around and find out. And what I mean by that is like fuck around with being by yourself yeah. and like find out how dope it is and how much fun it is and especially being adhd like explore all those avenues that you want to go down what piques your interest what is like you know creativity and curiosity are huge and like chase them mm -hmm. like just curiosity until you find someone that does not stand in your way but like lifts you up and like fucking helps you go with that flow wherever you go for the day my husband puts up with so much shit you guys <laughs> molly lives here she knows it's so beautiful to watch he loves me so much and i don't i know i'm not easy it's not easy to live with me it's not I think a lot of us with ADHD probably feel like that, especially people like me who just leave shit everywhere, leave shit on, leave shit off, leave <laughs> shit unlocked, leave shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's so patient with me. He's so tender. There are people like that in this world. My ex-husband, let me be specific, my second ex-husband. <laughs> was not he was the most impatient person i've ever experienced in my entire entire life and it stressed me out beyond words and i i felt i still feel the stress from that mm. i still feel it to this day the time stress yeah and it fucks me up it was a red flag that I ignored. I'll just deal with it. I'll just deal with it. No, it still fucks me up. Mm -hmm. 
years and years and years and years later. But putting up with someone who you feel like you have to put up with mm-hmm. or makes th- makes you feel like they're putting up with you. Like you're a lot. You're a pain in the ass. You're a real, you know, like you, you don't have to, you don't have to, you no. don't have to. That's it. No. And you're not too much. You're not too much. You're not too much. You're not a lot. You don't not, talk too much. You're not being extra. I mean, unless you are, sometimes I am. But that it's different. I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling you, there are partners in this world mm-hmm. who fucking love finding all the shit that you lost. They love it because they're jam. Oh, you lost something? I got you. I'm going to find it. There are partners out there when you get hyper excited about something that you just learned or you're really passionate about and you just want to go on this really big tangent because it's just raw excitement and you're just talking a million miles an hour and you can feel electricity bursting from you. There's someone that wants to hear all of it. Yes. They want to see you go on that tangent. They love to listen to it. Mm -hmm. There's someone who wants to remind you five times a day what you were saying. Because yes. they remember, because they were listening, because mm-hmm. they care. Like, it's 100% possible. And me believing all through my 20s that it wasn't, that I was unlovable, sucks. If you're anything like me, your brain is a wild tornado hurling thoughts, ideas, uh, music. Um, all sorts of shit at you at all times and keeping track of your clients can get really tough if you are struggling to keep that spreadsheet alive just stop and give Dubsado a try there are a million different CRMs out there but Dubsado is the one that I personally use and personally love but my god once you get it all set up, it just flows seamlessly. Your client does one thing and then it triggers the next thing and then it triggers the next thing and then it triggers the next thing and everything just goes to them like it's supposed to, comes to you like it's supposed to, gets scheduled like it's supposed to, and you don't even have to think about it. Dubsado lets you try three clients for free. It's not a matter of time. You can manage three clients in there for free. Um, after that, use code Cherish Harper. That's Cherish, just like the word, and Harper, just like uh, the word. You'll get twenty percent off either your first month or your first year, whatever you sign up for. That's code Cherish Harper for Dubsado for twenty percent off. Go get it. Um. I don't know. I just feel bad for that girl. But I know that if that girl hadn't gone through what she went through, I wouldn't probably be who I am today. Oh, I know for a fact. That's one of my favorite games to play. Like, mental reflection games. I turn everything into a game. Uh, makes it more exciting. But... <laughs> 
Uh, but thinking back of like, okay, if I didn't do that, yeah, if I didn't do that, where would I go? Where would I be? Where would I be? Like, there's so many moments, and I connected more dots with all the patterns. Uh, I wouldn't be in Doty if I had changed any choice, decision, moment. This has been the most healing, sacred, hilarious, super fun time. Mm-hmm. That like if I yeah if, if I wouldn't change anything because yeah. I wouldn't have ended up here. Yeah. So I mean yeah no um Patrick and I talk about that all the time like if I hadn't of um you know wait cut that part. If he hadn't have been in his accident, um, he wouldn't have moved to Washington. I wouldn't have met him. If he hadn't have been with his ex-wife, she was the one that suggested moving to Washington in the first place. Whoa. Put him here. I never would have met him. Um, If I wouldn't have gotten my blood clot, 100% never would have met him. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that in the moment you're gonna be like, what in the fuck? God damn it, are you fucking kidding me? This is ridiculous. And then five, ten years later, which is a real thing. I know our ADHD brains can't think that we far can't ahead. See that far ahead. But it's gonna happen. There are more years ahead. Yeah. But you look back and you're like, oh fuck, yes. That's why that happened. I get it. That's the wild thing, too, is, like, I will probably never fully process the traumatic, abusive relationship that I was in. Yeah. But most of my brain has blacked a lot of that relationship and the trauma out, which, what's up, brain? Thank you for having my back. Must be nice. (laughs) I get. I mean, I get triggered easily, and like things yeah. come flooding. There's, there's really dark downsides to it. It's not nice. It's no. not nice. We don't, we don't glorify trauma. Mm-hmm. But, um, the crazy thing is, is like I ran from South Carolina to Washington. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like it's not like my sister. So my sister lived in Washington. That's where I landed. Was at her place. Otherwise, we don't have the greatest relationship. We never had the greatest relationship. So there would never have been a pull to end up in washington mm-hmm. should i just still be floating around i'd probably i don't even know where i would be you know yeah and like so much of my life has happened um of like becoming who i am today you know because i was 26 mm-hmm. lost for in trauma for a good three years trying to like pull out of the muck and then I feel like it's really been in the past two years that it's been like a little bit more a little bit more and a little bit more out of my turtle shell of like this is who I am yeah this is dope that's just your 30s yeah like that's just like I mean from what I understand from most people we don't have that moment in our 20s like right right it's it's um it's a lot of struggling and a lot of feeling like you're just floating in the wind and just along for the ride yeah 
You couldn't pay me to go back. I love being in my 30s. Yeah, dude, it's great. It's tight. But, like, what I would say to girls in their 20s is go with the flow, but don't put up with any bullshit. Right. Like, it might be hard for you to see your worth right now. And if that's the case, then, like, go fucking find out who you are. Appreciate yourself. And then worry about getting a relationship later. Because I feel like you have to know what you deserve. Yeah, I I think about it. I'm big on analogies, and that's just because I like stories and visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I, did you tell me this? Maybe somebody else told me this. It all, it's all just a blur of people's mouths and talkings. And it's like, oh, that resonates really deep. Who knows? Um, I won't even remember if I said it. So it's like, go with the flow, like you're in the river, but are you laying down or are you standing up? Are yeah, you, that was me. Yeah. Like, so go with the flow is like, you want to lay down, but, and this is the way that I think about it too, is like, you don't want to be people who are dams. We're going to block your flow. Like, you don't want to be with people who are going to hold you back, you know, catch you on a line and keep you just like floating in one spot and stagnant. Um, you don't want anybody to create a dam. So, your flow, like, is just st- again, stagnant. Um, but then also, too, like, you don't want to stand up in one spot and not move. And then you feel life rushing past you and you're just standing there because fighting against it, fighting against either. It's a really great moment that you don't want to let go or, you know, you're scared to keep on flowing down the river or what have you, but like, you can't stand up. You've got to lay back down and you got to keep floating. You've got to keep flowing down the river. And yeah, so it was you that said it because it has stuck very visually in my mind because there'll be moments where like I meet internal resistance or external resistance or I feel stagnant and it's like okay it's a good reminder of like where's the flow is water moving okay water's not moving am I standing up right or is there a dam or am I being like grabbed on by something you know so it gives you kind of a point of reference of like is it me or is it somebody else why is things not flowing yeah like your um your brain and your body and your creative spirit are all this beautiful flowing river that's sending you down towards videography and then your state (laughs) job is this big dumb root that's just got hold of your ankle and it's pulling you down it's like come work in an office come make social media posts for the state of washington like (laughs) and i'm like my head is going underwater and i'm trying to come up like i just want to make videos I yeah. don't want to make pretty yeah. videos. Yeah. We got to cut that. Cut that fucking. Got to cut my leg off. No, we got to cut the root. Yeah. <laughs> don't cut your leg off. I'll cut the, the branch. Whatever. Whatever I said. Trim cut that. that thing. Trim that tree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I say that probably more than anything else. Just like go with the flow. Mm-hmm. It's so important and it's so hard to just like let things happen um and understand that like 
when something gets shoved in your way, like the universe is telling you, like, go a different way. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that's why that analogy is so powerful. Because, like, if you think about a river, a river and the science, like, you know, the ecology of my node side. But anyway, if you think about a river, it's going to find the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And so if something drops down and impedes its way. It's going to find a different, it's going to keep flowing. Yeah. It's just creeping out from under it instead of. Or it'll like, it'll carve out like new spaces. Like rivers never stay the same. Like through Mm -hmm. time, they will shift and change and they'll change the landscape with them. They will carve new paths. But like, look at a river one year, you go back five years later and it's going to look very different. Yeah. And that's just the ebb and flow of, you know, a con, you know, a lot of energy pouring down. Or it's just a trickle, but it's always flowing mm-hmm. and it's always carving a path no matter where that path takes it. I th- that's why I, being the nature nerd that I am, love that analogy so much because it's it so it's true. Like, yeah, I love rivers. I, I also love that like, like it's going to do, it's going to do whatever the fuck it wants, right? And like, it's going to do what it needs to do. Yeah. It's going to get where it needs to get. Mm-hmm. But it's just how much shit are you letting get in your way in the meantime? Right. You know? Right. To the same place that you need to go. Oh, time is weird. But I really like wivos. I really like wivos. I really like wivos. I really like walks. Oh, I really like walks. I I like finding walks in wivos. Mm-hmm. If you um, are a person with ADHD and you live, like, somewhere near... uh, rivers and you're able to do some rock hunting let me tell you that is the fucking perfect adhd hobby the number of rocks that we have collected around this house the little rock piles are hilarious but like i can we can fucking stand there hunched over all goddamn day long and we will find the sparkliest oh there 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 it is there it is there it is there it is there's oh, no, neurotypical poop. motherfuckers are still just hearing the hearing the fucking river flow. They're not even they're not even there yet. We're like, oh, oh no, there. I'm Got like on all fours, yeah. just like gremlin. I found diamonds. Look what I found. Do you see this rock? Oh, here's some petrified wood. Oh, I think I found some carnelian. Did you see the elegant that I saw? This one is a clear agate, but this one's a blue agate. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yes. god, all day. Pockets, and I just pockets, take, pockets. Oh my god. Backpack full. I got to the point where my backpack, I would bend over to pick up another rock, and all the rocks in my pack <laughs> would shift and like forward. <laughs> it's a great. It's great. It's really good. It's a great pastime, and it's also really good because I will throw it out there: a rock doesn't have to be a crystal or have a specific name or a type. You don't have to be into geology. Mm-mm. If it's a pretty rock, keep it. Keep it. That's a really pretty rock. Put it in your window. We can talk about it later. Let's look at the colors and the shape and like what made you really excited about it cuz I just really like rocks. Nature's cool. You can, um just like send us pictures of cool rocks that you have. <gasps> uh, send you some pictures cool of cool rocks. Uh, I want to see some cool rocks. Um, I guess I'll just close this bitch up. Is there anything else you want to say? I didn't even say. We wait. We didn't even talk about what I want to talk about. 
I made a list of things we were supposed to talk to. I was totally yeah, lost it. Starting over in a new place. Starting over in a new place. All right. Well, that'll be next time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to talk about photography. I'm going to talk about photography. I Ford. We didn't talk about any of those. <laughs> Welcome to an ADHD podcast. <laughs> Apparently, it's just about ADHD. Just, no, I, it's good. I um I just I wanted I want to throw some more photography in here um soon, but we were just we talked about creative business ownership. We gave you some relationship advice. <laughs> talked about lots. Talked a lot about wibbles. You know, it's been a great time, and I think that these are I don't know. Sure, we didn't stay on topic. What do you expect? They don't care. They don't know. They didn't even know what the topic was That's until great. we told them. That's great. See, we gave the spoiler away. Right. <laughs> but all this, like, next time we're going to talk about photography, I promise. Next time. Next time. This is all, I don't know. This all plays into it, right? It's like, it's not, life is not just your business. Life happens all around you constantly. And yeah. I don't know, understanding how ADHD affects your daily life, but then how it's going to affect your business. It's all, it's all just our little brains trying really hard to get through. Right. And I just, I don't know, the more I learn about it, the more baffled I am that no one fucking told me any of this stuff. <laughs> so me. I'm just trying to tell you before you get that, that feeling. Um, well, we're going to go camping this weekend. I'm going to record a bunch of shit. I'm going to make Molly record a bunch of shit with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to talk a lot about photography and art and starting a business and running a business and probably a lot about ADHD (laughs) and maybe a little bit about wills. Don't put a piece of wax in there. I feel like um, people who listen to this are um, just happy to hear some buddies talking in their ear that also have brains that skip around from topic to topic it's so comforting to me it is it's it's so nice to know that there are other people in this world that's my favorite thing is just our goblins our goblin buddies we got goblin buddies everywhere we're never alone i can feel it i can sense it tonight we were watching 90 day fiance in the house right Mm. And I saw this girl. They just introduced this girl. And she's on the screen for five seconds, maybe. And they go, ADHD. And I walk back in the kitchen and I started doing dishes because I have ADHD. I couldn't fucking watch it any longer than that. (laughs) And I hear Dave and Sophie yell from the living room. They go, you were right. (gasps) She She has it. (laughs) I knew it. We can sense it in each other. Fucking knew it. I love it. Because I saw her and I was like, I'd be friends with her. (laughs) I already feel safe. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) But uh, anyway, we love you. Um, Our sweet little ADHD goblins. And we'll just, we'll talk to you next week. Try your best to focus, for fuck's sake. Please. Um, I'm, I'm trying. Oh, please. If you have a fucking moment, comment or... um, sh- Wait, what am I supposed to say? 
if you have a moment and you wouldn't mind giving us a rating, review, or sharing an episode with a friend of yours, it would help so, so much. I really appreciate it. Um, and join our, folk, our uh, Facebook group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I changed the name of it to ADHD Goblins. Um, so, you know, find it there. And uh, I guess that's all for now. But uh, I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Love you. Bye. If you're a nerd for film and that disposable camera look, take a look at Paper Shoot Camera. I got one and I love it so much. It feels like a film camera because the images look like film and you can't see them on the back of the camera until later when you plug it into your computer. But it's not film, so you can take as many pictures as you want since it's just shooting onto an SD card. It's the greatest little invention ever. It's tiny and light. I bring it everywhere I go, and the images really feel like disposable camera film images. Film is expensive. Try a paper shoot camera. And use code CHERISHHARPER10 and get 10% off of anything that you buy. It's paper shoot camera and use code CHERISHHARPER10. Get it. You won't regret it.